this peaceful stuff is it's not working. My grandmother told me, she was like, it's as if I'm living in 1964 again. Is this our 1964? That picture of the burning precinct, is that going to be in my kids' textbooks? Yeah. It was stressful, YVG Podcast. I'm Tuyan, current student at LSU. Hey everybody, I'm Taj Frazier. I attend Bard College. Hi, I'm Tia Watts. Um, I'm currently a sophomore at LSU. Hi everyone, my name is Paris. I'm currently a rising junior at Spelman College. I'm a transfer student. I transferred from Southern University. How y'all doing? I'm Chris Plummer. I attend Morehouse College. We're going to be talking about the death of George Floyd. It was is it crazy to say I was numb in mm -hmm. a sense? Like, it was hurtful and heartbreaking to watch that. Literally, televised genocide. The televised genocide of African Americans and Black people. This is all it is. It's genocide. There's a target on it. People are saying, like, we're rioting. And I feel like there's so much power in words to the point where it's like, you do not say we're rioting. Rioting implies that we have a certain level of socioeconomic advantage a racial advantage. Rioting is what they were doing, trying to get haircuts on the Capitol, exactly. on the steps, in the officers' faces. That's a riot. Rebelling, you are already deemed inferior to a certain extent. It's just heartbreaking. It really just hurts me to see that there's been no change. And it's at this point, like, what can we do besides do what we're doing now? For us, like for our people, it can be very traumatic. And just seeing that over and over really gets old and it's very tiring, and people are still very sensitive to it. But these videos, like these murders that are happening and are getting media coverage, are making things move forward. Like we're seeing change. And these are things that would not have happened if people wouldn't have saw that video, people wouldn't have did the things they did or said, or just watched it and like had the resources or whatever to like step up to the plate and really make a difference. Hiding that kind of stuff, it's happened long enough. And I feel like now that we have these resources, we need to use them to our advantage. It's tiring, it's numbing, and you just, it's like, it's embedded within a society, especially like when we scroll through Instagram or whatever social media platform we do. Attending the HBCU, you would think that being mostly black people in the area, being a black community, just everybody would be on the same page, or relatively around the same page. Why it's such a huge issue, and so I think if we can somehow move that veil if we can get them to understand that the like what they don't see on a regular basis and then if i am to leave the house every day i leave i'm threatened with my life being taken away and it's honestly sad a sad reality that i have to deal with along with my brothers and sisters for me, I feel a little discouraged, and I know I have to keep pushing through, and then it kind of gets worse when you're, at least for me, at a PWI, it's like, I haven't seen anything revolutionary, or how do I put it, like, anything that moved me to be like, oh, that's my college, that's my university. Like, you could put out your statements, like, the, the many microaggressions that I've experienced on campus, whether it's like, I walk into a room, it's like, 
oh, are you in the wrong lab? No. You confused for somebody else? No. <laughs> I'm in the right place. And now you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. That's how I feel. It's like, I don't know what to do. All I've been doing is donating, signing petitions, putting the word out there. I'm trying to do everything I can. The time is now to not be dormant. The time is to wake up. It is time to do the work. But how can you do the work if you physically cannot do anything? I feel like everybody doesn't know what to do because they don't know there are different routes and avenues to go. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's like, I just have to keep educating myself. We just got to put in the word. It's like rocking a hard place right now. We need more prominent leaders. They use violence to build America. You think violence is not going to occur at all. So you think if we weren't, if the America wasn't built on peace, then what makes you think peace is the way to get out of this? Scrolling through Instagram or whatever platform, you see that the main people looting are white people, people such as like Fox. They say angry protesters this and that. No, there are peaceful protesters that turn violent or turn into riots because other people like instigate what is actually going on and it just breaks out into chaos. Mm -hmm. We have every right to because on this is stolen property. Everything in America is stolen property. And just look at the things that this government is doing in other countries. Like Speak the language they know. Right. They know violence. Look at American history. The 13 colonies, like, y'all was upset when y'all didn't get representation. No taxation without representation. This country is built off of violence and revolution. This peaceful stuff is it's not working. I can't find my escape and I just have to face the reality. So you cannot escape your blackness. It's yeah. there. We have to address the elephant in the room. A lot of people are trying to escape being black. If anything, this is the most active I've seen my generation. My grandmother told me, she was like, it's as if I'm living in 1964 again. Yep. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. That is just repeating itself. Yep. So this is this our 1964? Is this what, that picture of the burning precinct, is that going to be in my kids' textbooks? Somebody on Twitter said, when my kids ask me about 2020, I'm going to have to pull up a drink first. That's <laughs> yeah, I saw them. <laughs> yeah. It was stressful, y'all. Lil Wayne, it was coming for Lil Wayne too. I didn't hear what Lil Wayne said. I just saw one tweet about it, but I wish y'all just stop asking him about those kind of issues. Yeah. Because people yeah. have said, and I think he's even said it himself. He doesn't really keep up with current events. And somebody on Twitter was like, he um holding on to that story about that police that saved his life that time. Mm -hmm. in the house. He yeah. said he holding on to that story like he holding on to the five dreads in his head. I'm like, can y'all stop? Yeah, the same question every time you know something race related or police brutality related comes up, and he just gonna come with that same story and he gonna give y'all the same answer. I'm tired of hearing that story. Yeah, I'm really happy that worked out for him, but that one cop and that one experience is not like the end all be all. You know, for every yeah. cop after him or every situation after that one, when it's just kind of something that's working in their favor. And now that black men or black people in general are really going through it right now, that now y'all silent. Mm -hmm. So it's like them loud people that want to be quiet, like pick this time to be quiet, that mm -hmm. I, I have a problem with because you have no problems communicating or expressing your thoughts or the way you feel or how something has affected you, whatever. So Cause I know for me, like I was not able to sleep. Like I was up all night. I needed this for me personally. I need to talk to like my fellow peers because I'm like, yo, Twitter is going crazy. Instagram is going crazy. And I was like, I just need to feel y'all energy and where y'all at on the topic.